Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. In the New Testament, Jesus Christ promised His disciples that signs shall follow them that believe, including speaking with new tongues, casting out devils, and healing the sick. Some believe that these signs disappeared with the apostles, but as Mormon testified, the day of miracles has not ceased. In Doctrine and Covenants section 46, the Lord commanded us to remember what those gifts are. He taught that they include knowledge of Christ, belief in Christ based on the testimony of others, understanding the differences of administration and the differences of operations, wisdom, knowledge, the faith to heal, the faith to be healed, working miracles, prophecy, discerning spirits, speaking in tongues, and interpreting tongues. These gifts aren't given only for the benefit of the recipient, but rather for the benefit of all. Some are only given one gift, but it is possible for one person to receive every gift. We are also encouraged to seek ye earnestly the best gifts. As I studied these gifts this week, I also read a Church History Topics essay on the gift of tongues that was linked in the Historical Resources Manual. I was intrigued to learn that there are two gifts of tongues. The first is called glossolalia, which means speaking or singing in an unknown language. This gift is typically followed by an inspired interpretation. The second is called xenoglossia, which means preaching the gospel in a language foreign to the speaker, but familiar to his or her listeners. Glossolalia was common in the early Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and revelations given through Joseph Smith promised this gift to missionaries. Many reported miraculous experiences with glossolalia. One of these accounts was included in the essay I read. At a meeting in 1835, Elizabeth Ann Whitney received a blessing from Church Patriarch Joseph Smith Sr., in which she was promised the gift of singing inspirationally. During the meeting, Whitney arose and began singing in an unknown language. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Parley P. Pratt interpreted her song for other hearers. In ancient days, there lived a man, the song began, amidst a pleasant garden, where lovely flowers immortal bloomed and shed around a rich perfume. Behold, his name was Adam. Joseph Smith Sr. believed that Whitney sang in the pure language of heaven. As time went on and missionary work expanded during the late 19th and early 20th centuries, xenoglossia became the prevalent understanding of the gift of tongues. One Norwegian missionary in the 1890s, Hiram Jensen, struggled with the Norwegian language. He was ridiculed for his poor grasp of the language and he prayed for the gift of tongues. Jensen testified that from the time of that prayer onward, I spoke Norwegian with more ease than I have ever spoken English. Reading these accounts has encouraged me to ponder which gifts of the Spirit I have been blessed with 
and which I should pray to receive. I hope that you will do the same and join me in seeking earnestly the best gifts. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thank you.